0: I didn't know it was going to be this industry, but I fell in love with the industry because I, 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 one, um, I realized that the entry fee to starting this type of business wasn't high. Mm-hmm. So low entry, which meant well, low I risk. Started a
1: traditional business.
0: Right, now. so I knew I didn't have to worry about 100000 or 200000 Then I started meeting business owners who had challenges with their staff and employees and didn't have that issue right, here. Right. So there were some things that I started to realize, like, I don't want to deal with that. And not to say any of those things are bad. It was just that- this this happened to be a good fit for me and my lifestyle right yeah right right. so
1: it's amazing how you just took off with it but i feel like a lot of it had to do with your developing self-talk and what you were saying to yourself about yourself that you really believed that you could do it and you were you had positive affirmations even back then Mm -hmm. even before that was Like the popular thing, Mm -hmm. you know, the trendy thing to have or say, right? right? You you found that a long time ago, yeah, within yourself, yeah. And I I really believe that that's what propelled you to where you are,
0: yeah. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show.
1: Hi, this is Tracy Self with my co-host Darnell Self and we are here with the Self-Talk Experience Usually it's Thursday, but it doesn't have to be Thursday. You can watch any day of the week. You can watch it over and over again because we're always going to be here.
0: That's right. But we release every Thursday. So you want to watch it as soon as, that's, as, soon as it's released and mm-hmm. Thursday is day.
1: Thursday is a day. Well, <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out before we get started. Okay. To my grandsons, Cross and Gohan, for my Christmas gift. My sweatshirt says, I love being a T-Ma. And they call me T-Ma because my name is Tracy. Grandma. Tima. So shout out to my sweet grandsons.
0: <laughs> yes. And actually says their names on the sleeve. Yeah.
1: So excited.
0: Tima. And they call me Deuce Deuce.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a story for another day.
0: Yeah. we got to tell you guys that story. It's, it's yeah. pretty insane. But so Tima
1: and Deuce Deuce, this is us.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. So we're, we're happy to be here as your co-host of the self- talk experience remember we say thousands of things to ourselves every single day should i wake up now should i sleep a little bit longer should i hit the news button should i work out today should i eat this should i eat that should i i know i need to drink water but i'll just drink it later like all these conversations are ongoing in our head every single day and so the things we say to ourselves about ourselves or even the things that we should be doing for ourselves eventually determines what we attract for ourselves so absolutely yeah so but that's why we came up with this
1: we've been doing this podcast for what
0: Over 100 100 episodes. episodes, Yeah, man.
1: And I know that our audience, I'm sure, knows by now that we have been successful entrepreneurs, but I don't know if we've ever really talked about exactly what we do and exactly maybe why you chose the industry that you chose. Yeah. You chose it for us. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. It kind of chose me, but yeah, I chose it.
1: Just like when I go to Target. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, you go in Target and you don't even really know what you need. Target kind of tells you what. you okay. need. OK, it does. It happens to me all the time.
0: I, I, yes. You go in there for one thing. You come out with a whole bunch of things.
1: Right. I saw something the other day It said, <laughs> I have a twenty five dollar gift card to Target. Now I just need three hundred more dollars to finish my
0: purchase. <laughs> <laughs> that is so you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so we've had special guests on <laughs> yes. uh, talk about um, how they've been successful in uh in home health care in mm-hmm. podcasting in real estate and all types of careers Entertainment right? industry, yeah yep catering yep yep so it's, it's been great but you're right we we rarely talk about what we do but i think more importantly uh and feel free to ask me any questions but i think more importantly is in terms of the self-talk is how we were able in an industry where you deal with people a lot
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: How you can continue to move in an industry where there's so many personalities that you have to manage and lead.
1: But I don't think you realized that in the beginning that it wouldn't no, be that way. Right?
0: I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. So I didn't really choose the industry. What I what I chose was an opportunity to live life on my terms. Okay. Right? So when I was working at the mall, guys, I knew I was looking for something different. That's what I knew. I knew I didn't want to work. Until 55, right? Because uh, back then retirement was 55.
1: But that's funny that you're saying that you're almost 55. I know. That's crazy. I know. That you've had that thought this long. I know. Wow. Wow.
0: I know. So when I think about what we make in a day now, I used to make an entire month. So if if I really looked at what I bought back is I bought my time back. Because if they're 30 days in a month, I could one, work one day and take 29 days off mm. if I just wanted to make the same amount when working at the mall. Mm-hmm. So, really, what I bought is my time back. Little did I know, though, that it would, it would give us the money as a tool would give us so many more opportunities and open so many more doors and help so many more people out.
1: Right, 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 right. But when so- you're traveling and you're training, what do you think about? Like, how did you get from there to where you are now?
0: Um, well, again, when I, when, I was working, <laughs> when I was working at the mall, um, I was frustrated and typically people move because, again, they're attracted to something they desire right? Um, or they're trying to avoid some type of pain
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Right? or a little bit of both. And I was avoiding the pain of working the 60 to 80 hour work weeks as a retail manager. And at some point you're like, I can't do this anymore. But yet it's paying your bills. Yeah. So it's like, and that's where I was. And then the mall became violent, as you know. And so there were, you know, some, some things happening in, in that particular mall. And I was like, man, I just can't be subjected to this environment. Mm-hmm. And it just, I wasn't, a, it wasn't a fit for me. Right. Right. And then as I started going to different conferences and things, I started to realize, man, this is, this is not a fit for even where I want to be. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how this is going to work out for me in the future.
1: So you started to grow. Yes. Yeah see more than where you were.
0: Yep, yep. So I I don't know if I was looking for a particular industry because at 25, I had had my bachelor's degree. I changed my major a lot because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And for all of those who are like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm 21 years old, I'm 27 years old, I'm 35 years old, and I just don't know. And that's where I was. I just didn't quite know. I knew what I wanted for my family, for my future, but I didn't know what vehicle it would be.
1: But at that point, babe, were you in, intentional about growth? Is That where you were going, and then it led you in that direction. Because you Not said yet. You were going to conferences and kind of realizing where you were wasn't the end.
0: Yes. So, so I had conversations. Okay. And so I didn't know if it was going to be real estate, direct sales. I didn't right. I knew people in these different industries, but I had a, a, a conversation with Mr. Brooks, mm-hmm. and I was he was you know we were talking about retirement. And he was like, Well, you know, retirement doesn't really have anything to do with age, but everything to do with the amount of reoccurring cash flow you have. Like, you can retire at any age if you have enough cash flow and that's what you want.
1: You never heard that before.
0: No one ever told me that. Look, like, no one had ever said never. that to me ever in my life. So yeah. I'm like, So these conversations are starting. And so that was one conversation. It led to another conversation. Uh, the gentleman I met in, uh, in Silver Spring, Maryland, Jim Epstein. Mm. And, uh, and then that conversation I had, and I thought, oh,
1: man. All these little steps, right?
0: All Taking these conversations the causing me to think differently and think differently. So it just so happened that the next successful person I met was in direct sales.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. it, it could have been real estate, it could have been a lot of different things. And so I was attracted to time leverage because I thought, hold on, you can have time and money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I knew people that, that had some money, but they were always so busy. And I'm like, I'm already busy. And then I knew people yeah. that, you know, had a lot of time, but they didn't have any money. Have any money. <laughs> They're like, what you doing today? Ain't nothing. Chilling. Chilling. <laughs> you know, same old, same old. Making it do what it do.
1: Oh, wow. You, really, <laughs> you sound really yes. older. Babe. Yes. Nobody says that.
0: <laughs> anyway, so um, so it just happened to be direct sales thought I was introduced to. It
1: so could have been anything.
0: It could have been. I mean, I don't know that. I mean, God had me plan it in direct sales. Yeah. And I met some successful people and then I started to understand uh, value, mm-hmm. right? When you add value, successful entrepreneurs are folks who find problems out there in the world and then offer solutions to those problems. So they're adding value to people, mm-hmm. businesses, et cetera. And in return, people are willing to pay for that. And so I thought, man, this is, this is it. This is This is going to be, this is gonna be my plan is going to be my future. Little did I know I mean at trajectory, if I look at a a larger graph, then it looks like I went straight up to the right mm-hmm. if you if you plot out our success over in a, in a longer period of time, but when you condense that graph, you can see all the ups and downs and ups and downs well,
1: and: yeah, 20 years is a long time.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know, but true. it looked but it looked like it just did like this, but it really didn't:
1: Yes, it did.
0: You, you know what I mean and so um so anyway, I didn't know it was going to be this industry, but I fell in love with the industry because I, I, I one, um, I realized that the entry fee to starting this type of business wasn't high. Mm-hmm. So low entry, which meant low I like risk. I started a
1: traditional business.
0: Right. Now. So I knew I didn't have to worry about $100,000, 200000 Then I started meeting business owners who had challenges with their staff and employees and didn't have that issue here. Right, right. So there were some things that I started to realize, like, I don't want to deal with that. And not to say any of those things are bad. It was just that this, this happened to be a good fit for me and my lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So it's
1: amazing how you just took off with it, but I feel like a lot of it had to do with your developing self-talk and what you were saying to yourself about yourself that you really believed that you could do it. And you were, you had positive affirmations even back then, Mm -hmm. even before that was like the popular thing, mm-hmm. or, you know, with the trendy thing to have or say, right? right. You, you found that a long time ago yeah. within yourself. Yeah. And I, I really believe that that's what propelled you where, to where you are.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, again, I was blessed to be around um, some amazing people, and, and some of them have, have passed away but some amazing people before you had to pay thousands of dollars to see them, right? For, you know, for, for Tony Robbins or the late great Jim Rohn um, or John C. Maxwell. I mean, that's when he was just speaking in churches and we could just bring everybody we could for, you know, $20, 40 or whatever it was at yeah, the time. All right. And,
1: the big-
0: yeah, yeah. And it was, it was cool because I got an opportunity at a young age in my 20s to really soak all of this up. And, and you're right, it stressed me. It allowed me to grow and see myself as someone who was valuable, who was deserving, and who did start to believe in myself. And even though the money didn't come right away, and that's the challenge, right? I expected because I grew, the money would just come, and sometimes people think, "Well, I've taken a seminar, I've, you know, I've read the books and I'm a good guy or a great girl, and I just don't understand why I'm not successful yet." And so I still had to pick up some additional habits, some additional skills, relationship skills, things like that, uh, business skills. So those things took time to come. But, you know, and I say time, about four years, from 25 to almost 29, where there was no real monetary gain. Mm-hmm. In fact, I invested way more than I got in return. And so it just put us in, in a tough place financial, financially, as most of you know, our house is up for foreclosure and things like that. And But at 28, everything turned around for us. And uh, right before we turned 29, before I turned 29, and uh, I remember you saying to me, And there was was a point where, you know, I didn't even have $20. And I remember you saying to me, "Um, you know, are you sure? And I was like, I'm 100% sure. And I felt like in that moment, if I didn't go out and prove it to you, I was going to lose your support. I felt like like this is the moment because it's been years. It's one thing for me to say it. And it doesn't work out in six months or a year or two years. But at some point, it's like, I mean, how many more chances do you get to keep saying, no, for real, for real this time, for real this time? It takes a special person. So even though I get the accolades because a lot of times people see me out front, I mean, you were the one supporting it, too.
1: Yeah, I would have supported you, babe. I would live in a box with you.
0: I know. but it's I, easy. I, I And I know. But what I'm saying is, it's not easy. It's not easy because in the world, you got to have some money.
1: Yeah, but it's easy when you see something in somebody and you believe it. So it wasn't hard because I believed that, was, that it was in you. Yeah. I believed that it was in you. And we, we did a great job of surrounding ourselves with people who believed it. Yeah. Who believed in me, believing in you, believing in you. Right. Right? Yeah. And so I think that you attracted because you were growing to be such a, such a person um, you were attracting the same type of people to be around. You weren't around people who were in the way or her, who were naysaying and who were doubting. You, just, right. you weren't around people like that. You attracted so many good people yeah. that you're still around today, Yeah, some of them.
0: No, you're right. Right? You're right. And I, th- I think, too, it, it all depends on how you define hard, right? Because there are times, even now, where there are investments in events that we've made, investments in people, investments and, and we didn't get the return right away. Yeah. And you're like, hey, like, should we do that again? So would you say that was that's hard? Ooh. You know, what I mean, putting all the money in a credit card, maxing credit card out to to invest in people. And it's our money, not the company's money, because the company hadn't hadn't generated the revenues to pay for it. So we paid for it.
1: Well, I guess it was hard, but I did it again. So how hard was it? Yeah, because the belief level outweighed the hard every time. Yeah, every time.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. And I think, you know, and because I believe in what I do, right. So we, we offer legal services and it used to be called prepaid league when I first joined out as legal shield. Mm-hmm. And because I believe so much that everybody should have equal access to justice and I continue to fight to make it better because unequivocally we're better today as a company we're better today in terms of services i'm better today you're better today as in marketing um so but you know you're not as good as you're going to be and typically if your company is one way when you first started it should be better a year later two years later right based on surveying the market uh your customers Fe- getting feedback right. so you figure out okay how do we make it better and, and because of that unequivocally because we've been doing the same thing for 25 years we've gotten better every single year um, because of systems and and other opportunities to 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 get feedback
1: but that was good too what you said babe because when you really believe in something it's easy yeah um, not easy but you know like when you have a mission behind what you do yeah it's easy to keep going and not give up right because you you have the mission, so even when you're tired or you are frustrated and you feel like, "What am I doing?" You still believe in the mission behind yeah. what you do and the cause, and that is what keeps you going every time. Yeah. Because I mean, we, you quit all the time, and then you wake up in the morning and say, "Oh my gosh, I'm not quitting. Right. I gotta do it. This is this is it. This is a right. cause that I and this is my mission, and yep. I want it right. Yep. Yep. So hard. It's relative to how you feel yeah. in the, in the, in that moment. Right. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> like no, that's true. No, and I don't think I, I don't think I, and in, in quite frankly, I don't think I ever really quit. Like I say sometimes I oh, can't do this, oh, but yeah. you know what I mean? And it was bad self-talk Absolutely. and then I would just adjust it and, and get right back going. But you're right. I think the success stories of uh, the team and the success stories of the customers have kept me going, Absolutely. right? When folks are like, oh, my gosh, you saved me, saved my son because he was in a situation, wrong crowd, wrong time. And I just can't say thank you enough. And people are emotional. are Yeah, yeah. Or, you it's know what I mean? I shouldn't stories. have signed this contract. And I did. I can't believe I executed the contract. I knew it wasn't the right thing, but the lawyers helped me get out of it. It was a six-figure amount. Like, those type of stories, you know, keep me going, knowing there's somebody else who's, you know, needs some mortgage modification because they're going up for foreclosure, they don't even know the laws around mortgage modification and you know what I mean, or they don't even realize that, hey, look, you know, homeowner's insurance didn't wanna come back out because of the flood and you had already called them three other times and you know, they didn't realize that, wow, something like this, having access to justice. So you're right, I think the belief level on what I do is so strong that it's allowed me to keep going um, and this, this just happens to be a part of an industry. So going back to your initial question about, you know, being, finding this industry, industry kind of found me because I was looking for something and it would just happen to be a match where I was looking, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was already motivated, already had work ethic, you know, already was willing to, to, to go out and do something different. So no one had to convince me because I was like, the mall is not it. Right. So I'm just willing to find someone who's successful doing it legitimately. Right. And I was, you know, I wasn't into any type of scam or, here today gone tomorrow and folks even thought what we were doing was a scam in the beginning they were like oh man you going to get locked up you going to jail that's a scam
1: like some of your family <laughs> like your cousins
0: <laughs> not all of them but there were some so Right. No, no, not all. Yeah. And so, so, but yeah, you're right. And this because people, listen, people don't know what they don't know. No, I know. I know. People don't know what they don't know. It's ignorance, right? Ignorance is when you don't know what you don't know. And you're absolutely right. People are like, oh, the people at the top make the most money. I'm like, oh, like your job? Like my boss always made more than me. His boss made more than both of us. And CEO made more than everybody. The military at higher rate makes the most. So people are like, oh, it's a pyramid. I was like, well, what is that? Because well, I never even heard of it. Right. But then they were like, oh, that means the people at the top making the most money or it means that, you know, it's, it's, it's a scam. And that's not what a pyramid is. The FTC says a pyramid is when there's money exchanged in hands without a product or a service. So people just didn't know. I'm like, oh, we have a service, a legal service.
1: Well, you know, babe, too. growing up, you're used to what's traditional. Right. So if somebody tells you they're a doctor. Well, you know, they're credible because they have to know stuff. Right. If somebody tells you they're a pastor, they're credible because they have to know stuff. But for our industry, it didn't like, well, you don't know about that, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it was just a different, it was just different.
0: Yeah. Different because I'm not a lawyer. Exactly. But I market legal services, right. but I don't so provide the legal services. And that
1: doesn't look traditional. Yeah. So I think that's why what people can't, it's hard for them to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, yes, I hear you. But would you agree that there's some passers who aren't the most um, credible? Okay. Would do you point? would you agree to some doctors who you probably wouldn't want to go to? Yes. Would you agree but, that there's some?
1: But my point is like if you're a teacher, you're you have a little bit more credibility because that means you have.
0: Are the there some teachers who slept with students? Okay. I'm just saying, babe. What? I'm just saying in every industry, what happens is oh, you got one industry, you got one person in the industry, and they're like, oh, the whole thing, or the whole company, or they, everybody throws the baby out with the bathwater.
1: Throws the baby out with <laughs> the
0: bathwater. Okay, 55, Here we come. <laughs>
1: What? Okay, I, I get your point, and I understand. I was just saying what I thought would be a good example, but obviously...
0: I'm, I'm just saying. They're, they're, so, the credibility piece, though, that when people say that, I I'm like... What does that even mean? But I get, I get what you're saying. You
1: know what I'm trying to say,
0: right? I know, I know. You're trying to have everybody's back because you're like, yeah, I see why people say it, <laughs> and I'm still saying it's ignorance, and it's, that's not a negative thing. It's not demeaning. I'm just saying you don't know what you don't know, I and agree with that. you know what I mean. So they say, well, a lot of people fail. Well, let's look at the world. How many people are checked to check? How's that working out for folks? Yeah. Like how many people with degrees are still, um. Unfortunately, suffering financially. How is that working out? Right. I mean, we live in a society now where we have access to knowledge more than ever before. Like before, if you didn't have encyclopedias, you couldn't really look up anything. Everybody couldn't afford encyclopedias, depending on where you grew up.
1: Some of you probably don't even know what an encyclopedia is.
0: Right. I, well, I think most of our audience would, but. I'm just right.
1: like young, like that's crazy.
0: Yeah, but think about this. So now you have our access to information. Catalog.
1: Remember the card catalog?
0: Okay, you're really aging yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you but, remember the card catalog, Poo? Oh, wow. No. See, she's she, 21. She doesn't. Exactly. But you know what encyclopedia is. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so think about this. You have access to more information than ever before, but yet we're unhealthier as a society than mm-hmm. ever before. So it's not a lack of knowledge. It is, unfortunately, for most of us, laziness in our pursuit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we think we, re- you know, just because we read it doesn't mean it's true. Right. Just because what we see, we take as, oh, this is what it is. And it's not true. Like, somebody drives a Rolls Royce. Oh, they must be rich. No, they spend a lot of money on a car. I'm not sure if they're rich or not. They they had a lot of money in order to buy it, but who knows what their net worth is. Or
1: it could be the opposite. Someone drives an older car and they don't have any money.
0: That's no, exactly right. They, they have
1: right. a lot of money. They that's exactly you know. right.
0: So that's 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 my point I'm trying to prove, yeah, right? I got it. So somehow we've gotten to a place where we just assume, and that's never a good thing. So I fell in love with the industry because I have been blessed mm-hmm along with yourself, to watch a lot of people win in this industry. And I've watched a lot of people's lives change. A lot of people get out of debt. And a lot of people, and yet, did some people go into debt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did people with jobs go into debt? Sure. Did the firemen did the police officers go into debt? Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, that's like me just looking at one job and finding three people in that, um, that one career who unfortunately in bad positions saying, yeah, being in law enforcement just doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it would be unfair to that industry. Yeah. So I fell in love um, with the people and the relationships that I built in the industry and the results I got from the industry. And you can call the industry what you want to call it, but I, I, I love that uh, with the results I see from the industry, it's given so many people, not just our company, by the way, but even outside of our company.
1: Well, it's been an amazing journey.
0: Yeah, and it's just just the beginning for a lot of folks who are now um, I think personally developed in a different way. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in our industry, it really is about personal growth and personal development just because again, we're dealing with people and it's hard to deal with people if you're the thermometer and not the thermostat. Like if just in any moment, whatever the environment is, you become that. It's hard to build in this type of business, right? Because some, somebody's gonna be negative, somebody's gonna be pessimistic, somebody is gonna be complaining, and if you adjust to them, you can't lead all the folks who, who counting on you to motivate them, to guide them, to direct them, to show them, because that's mostly what I do, by the way, is in my coaching is telling them where they can be what, what resource mm-hmm. can help get them to the next level because I don't know it all but I'm just kind of a, a travel agent I'm there along for the ride pointing and guiding and showing and, um, and because of that you know they get empowered by the knowledge that I, that I make sure they have access to
1: and so. helping them with their self talk
0: yep Yeah, so that's why I love what I do. And it has been a phenomenal ride. And still, I mean, 25 years, and I still feel like, you know, I still, as you know, I wake up enthusiastic every single day about, you know, um, running at it all again like I'm brand new.
1: Well, I'm here for the ride with you.
0: I know you are. All right, guys. So, no matter what your industry is and what you decide to do, if it is something that you're passionate about and you feel you've been purposed to do it, feel like, man. I found it, it found me, and then we're a match, just like a relationship. Yeah. Then don't allow outside influences and outside chatter to cause you to second guess what it is that you know you've been called to do. And it feels good for you, and it's taking care of you, and it's helping you to fulfill your purpose, and you're adding value to the lives of others. really doesn't matter what other people say. At all. Because they're going to say what they're going to say anyway. Mm -hmm. And my mentor said, if you buy people's opinions... You must be also willing to buy their lifestyle. And some of the folks that are doing all the talking certainly don't have a lifestyle that you would want anyway. Remember the things you say to yourself. Not what other people say to you about yourself, but what you say to yourself will eventually determine what you attract for yourself. So remember, talk good to yourself. That's good, babe. See you guys.
1: And (laughs) if your friends aren't watching the self-talk, why are they your friends?
0: (laughs) See you. Thank you for listening to the self-talk podcast with Darnell and Tracy self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk talk good to yourself.